judgment You can fuck off a banana's tree Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks When you talk that shit about Star Trek It's like you just harpooned a baby Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks And if you prank call people at the old folks home That's fine, but you better not tell them Star Trek sucks Hello, welcome to Star Trek Sucks. My name is Liel. I'm coming to you today from the Comedy Club program inside the holodeck, where we're hosting the uh, entire bridge crew and most of the security staff have gotten together for Worf's 30th birthday roast. Sitting across from me and realizing that every other roaster was too afraid to actually say anything mean about Worf and increasingly being afraid to deliver the 10 minutes that he's written on Klingon Your Mama Jokes and Your, fu- your Forehead Looks Like a Butt, it's Jack. Um, I'm actually going back through these notes and I didn't intend it this way, but you could really, uh, construe most of this material to be really racist. So I might claim that I have some sort of stomach ailment and leave (laughs) 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 because let me put it this way. This is the kind of stuff that Jordy might get more mad about than Worf. Oh no. Accident. And again, this is an accident. Yeah. But I don't feel good about any of it, and I don't want to do it. I mean, if everybody else wasn't being so nice. Yeah. Worf really doesn't seem to understand the idea of a roast either. No. This no, really this took, was all a really bad idea. Yeah, it took a lot of talking into somebody discovered some old files called Comedy Central something mm. in the computer databanks and decided that they wanted to try it. And Worf was the next person with a I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Data's set, though, to honest, <laughs> because he's going to tear him apart. Yeah. Because he doesn't know better. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be good. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, Jack, what's good? Uh, oh, wait. You wanted me to go first. Yeah, huh? you go first. <laughs> okay. No, I do have a couple of things. Um, the first thing is I saw a kitty cat video on the internet, oh. and it was great. That's nice. Um, <clears throat> it was on Twitter.com. Something good actually happened on Twitter.com. Um, and it was a video of, and it was all in French too. And uh, it was a uh, uh, motorcycle rider's like helmet cam, and uh, so you just see him like speeding down the road, and he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and he pulls, Classic French phrase, <laughs> "Oh no!" <laughs> he pulls over on the side of the road, and he like runs, and he sees another guy, and he's like, oh, and he like picks up the kitty. He's like, "Ah, oh, petit, qu'est-ce que tu fais là? Qu'est-ce que tu fais là? Wait, why was no. there? So what? <clears throat> there was a kitty cat." In the middle of the road, oh, okay. a little kitten. Okay. Um, and so the motorcyclist uh, saw it, and then he pulled over, and then another driver had seen it and pulled over, and the two of them like ran together uh, to pick up the little kitty cat. And uh, and I think the last thing, and the, it's like 15 seconds long, and the motorcyclist is like, I would take him home, but I'm allergic to cats. And that's like the end of the video. <laughs> huh. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I also want to um, read an article, or at least talk about an article a little bit. How long is the article? <laughs> we don't have to read the whole thing. Okay. I'm just going to read the headline, and you're you're already familiar with it. Costco is the latest retailer to drop chow 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 co coconut milk over allegations of forced monkey labor. Mm, yes. Peter says this really. I don't know why it's stuck in my head so much. <clears throat> this morning, uh, I mean, I, I guess I can explain it, and it's mostly that. Um, first of all, good. Uh, don't sure. don't torture monkeys for coconut milk, or, uh, or any other reason. Yeah, yeah. D- just don't torture unless, monkeys unless one of them knows where the bomb is or something. 
Just kidding. Don't actually don't torture anything. Don't ever. torture anything any, for any reason. <clears throat> it doesn't work. For, yeah, for one, th- especially on monkeys, because they can't tell you. Yeah, they don't talk. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, supposedly they're you know keep the the reportedly they're keeping monkeys in inhumane conditions and forcing them to pick coconuts and all that stuff. Um, and so yeah, I, I'm in favor of not torturing monkeys for coconut milk. The problem is, uh, it's a really slippery slope to accidentally yep. realizing that we should stop exploiting animals. Yeah. And yeah. sp- speaking as a man who's had uh, animal me- animal flesh for all of his meals today. And that every is, day. <laughs> yeah, most days. Um, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I it's, it's, really don't want to. It's one of those things where you just kind of have to not think about it. Yeah. Um, you can either be like a, a sort of cruel, venal person who gets off on the fact that you're exploiting something. Which or, I don't think most people are. I, think. I, do, I don't think so either. I mean, there are definitely... There definitely are those people, and you know, the, the I eat five hamburgers a day to own the libs people. Yeah, that's not most people. They're just very visible. Yeah, <laughs> and sadly, um, or you can be a very rigidly ethical person and actually like really work to eliminate all exploitation from your life, which is fucking hard. Yeah, and I'm tired all the time. Yeah, no, that uh, or or you can just kind of like. You just got to wallpaper over some of what you do. That is, you just have to just, you just have to be like, no, we don't look in that room. That is basically <laughs> a huge amount of like the ethical exploration that comes from the the show that we've talked about many times that I'm in the middle of rewatching again because Catherine had never seen it, The Good Place. Um, because, right. you know, you start off with one of the characters who uh, rigidly tried to be ethical his entire life. Uh, and, and he was just yeah. His immediate assumption all of the time is that he's in hell because he drank too much almond milk. Which yeah. every time that joke comes back, I love it. I still yeah. laugh. Um, and yeah, and it turns out that he was you know basically torturing all the people around him because he couldn't make a decision about anything. Right. And then fast forward to when the the judge goes down to or spoilers for the good place. Uh, yeah, spoilers yeah. for the good place. Fast forward to when the judge goes down to, to to Earth and she's like, I tried to buy a tomato, a fucking tomato. Yeah. Do you know how much shit was involved in buying a tomato? Yeah. Yeah, like trying to re- to to yeah, the, live. The, the, a, yeah, the moral implications of fucking doing anything is just like. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm tired. Yeah, and uh, and and obviously, uh, I'm a self indulgent person, and I use that uh, as as a shield and an excuse to. Yeah, I mean, everybody um, continue does. eating meat because I I like it. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, P.S. I do too. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to come across as. Uh, taking a moral high ground here at all? No, I just, yeah, not and neither of us are are yeah. taking taking a moral. No, high God, ground. no, not on this anyway. I, I will take the moral high ground on some stuff. Yeah, um, this is not one of them. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so that's my that's my good things. Yeah, yeah, I, I I will say on that note, like you know how like we look back at social norms from like two hundred or three hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the owning other people as property thing. And yeah. Like, and, and that was and, a bad move. And like sexual politics and stuff. Yeah. And we're like, that seems barbarous. I genuinely think if humanity survives the next hundred years or so, it's going to swing to a point where like people will look at, especially like industrial protein farming like or, or animal farming. Yeah. And be like, what the fuck were you guys doing? Yeah. Just like I mean, we, just like we look at the plantation system of the South and be like, and are like, who would do that? Yeah. When we look right now, we've are it's we we divorce ourselves from it because um, you look at the way that most of us consume 
uh, any kind of animal meat. Like we never, so so few people have. Yeah, ever you never s- go to a market and <clears throat> buy an animal, a whole animal. Yeah. You never see an animal slaughtered. You never no. kill an animal yourself. Like so so few people um, do that, and you uh, rarely and again, even go to like not a taking a moral stance. Moral stance here, right. because I have never killed anything bigger than a fish. Um, no, me neither. Yeah, I've. I, I did kill a chicken once, but it was a mercy killing. Um, wasn't mm. a food killing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I've definitely never. Uh, I've never hunted a large animal. Um, I've yeah, and I mean, beef is probably the number one food on my my meat food right. groups. Which and is and the I eat most, a lot of chicken too. It is the most environmentally disastrous yeah, thing you can eat. Too. Terrible. Like yeah, I remember, no, I, but it, but also it tastes really good. Yeah. Check out beef. <laughs> Listeners, have you heard of beef? But I don't know. Like, I mean, I, <laughs> This I have, episode brought to you by beef. I do have a hard time with this stuff when I think about it. That's why I keep the door closed most of the time. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I think I've recommended this essay before, but Consider the Lobster by David Foster Wallace, yeah. who, is, who was not a vegetarian, um, gets into this stuff really well, and, and he does kind of come to that same conclusion of you – either have to be really rigid or just not think about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, I forgot to mention up top that this is bonus content. I should have said that. Oh, yeah, this, this is, is a bonus star- content. This is a podcast about Star Trek. So, uh, this is bonus, bonus content. So we don't have, um, what happened last week and you already know what's going to happen on this episode because you picked it. Um, do you want to recommend something else? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I've, I've, uh, found a new podcast. Uh, since recommending podcasts is like eighty percent of what we do, I mean that's listening to podcasts is eighty percent of what I do, <laughs> <laughs> and the other stuff I do is like very specific to me. Where I'm like, I don't. There's Ch- check a- out plain synthesizers. <laughs> I guess there, there's a podcast called Our Fake History, hmm. um, where this guy goes over basically like you know historical myths and legends and stuff, and examines the what parts are real and what parts are fake and uh, stuff like that. And it's really interesting. Oh. I've just been checking out a couple episodes today. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I did have a what's good. Oh, okay. I remembered it. Now. Oh, okay, good. Um, so I don't know if you follow the Bunta Vista people on Instagram. No. Well, I do because okay. they're all delightful. They're, yeah. They just seem like very nice people. <laughs> but do they have a Bunta Vista account or just no, follow each, their each individual? Of them, I just okay. follow them each individually. Okay. But so Lucy moved back to Australia for some reason. Right. And she's living with- And she lives with Andrew. Right. Who has two small children- yeah, and so the interactions between her and the children that she documents are all very delightful. Okay, they're just so fucking cute. Of just like, you know, like the kids making signs of like, "This is our f- no adults allowed in this fort except Lucy," and like, <laughs> you know, just shit like that. Like, kind of the shit you get into with your nephews, yeah, or your whatever. Yeah, my nieces and nephews. Nieces yeah, you're always as a as a uh, as an uncle or aunt or any other non-parent adult who is you know like a regular part of any child's life you enjoy a special privilege yes because you get to enjoy all of the cool shit that the kid that kids do which is many cool things kids kids are amazing and then you get to very off off when it gets hard yeah (laughs) yeah and then the kids start screaming you're like oh that's uh Mm, not my department back to my life of drinking beer (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah no i i I I have a very specific kind of baby fever where I never want to be a parent, but I desperately want one of my friends to have a child <laughs> so I can be an uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I would make an amazing uncle. Horrible dad. Don't don't even. Oh no, God. 
I, great I, uncle. I, I wrote a stand-up joke about this at one point, but it was like that I, you know, that I don't have parenting experience and I have a lot of friends who are becoming parents and they're like, you know, they always do that. Well, you'll understand when you have kids. And I'm like, well, okay, I don't have kids, but you know, you can extrapolate from similar situ- similar experiences, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you've never driven a car or you've never driven a big truck, but you've driven a car. You can at least make a couple sure. of guesses, right? Uh, and so fr- based on my experience as an uncle, uh, I extrapolate uh, that the parenting experience is 100% awesome all of the time. Yep. Um, super great. <laughs> fun kids are awesome no drawbacks ever yeah and then uh when they start turning into little assholes you just give them to somebody else or when you just don't feel like it anymore yeah and you just (laughs) you just leave and i don't know they're probably fine yeah i'm not there anymore so as far as i can tell (laughs) no longer exists for me (laughs) yeah yeah i'm a monster all right uh we're gonna watch what's this episode called oh it's in the notes hang on (laughs) We're going to watch an episode of original series uh, as advertised. So in, a little, uh, a little background on this. <clears throat> I have, I, w- I heard about this on a podcast. I do not remember what podcast it was, but I do remember basically like slamming my car across <laughs> like five lanes of traffic so I could get my phone out. So I could pull over and get my phone out and put this in the show notes because the, God damn it. So I all I know about this thing. episode, which <laughs> listeners, if you listen to uh, Monday's episode, uh, is I found in our notes one day uh, a note in all caps from Jack giving the name of this episode that just says, Scotty kills a hooker. Yeah. Um, I think the correct term is prostitute but what or sex worker. Um, and I'm sorry I wrote prostitute. And uh. I'm also sorry you said hooker. I'm I'm sorry for most things that we do on this show. Yeah, I'm sorry we do this show. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. The episode is called Wolf in the Fold. Wolf in the Fold. Here we go. And I and I, I oh. will say I do know a little bit more about the plot of this episode than okay. that. But I figured that would probably get you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about this episode. Yeah. So this has got to be a first. Uh, this is got to yeah. be the first time you've known more about what we're about to watch than me. Yeah, it's a real. Wolf in the fold situation. It's a real linchpin ketamine type of situation. <laughs> well, there's a very obtuse inside joke. Here we go. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leo Cardoza. And we're back. Brad oh. is jacking off. Sorry. Now we're back. How dare you interrupt Morgan Freeman? I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> you should always assume I'm going to do Morgan Freeman. Uh, that is That was long. That was oh. somehow uh, the least entertaining version of the thing we're about to describe. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're about to make this sound like it's much more interesting <laughs> than it is, I think. So, um, first of all, let's... Uh, uh, correct whatever podcast you heard about this from because she's not a sex worker. No, she's, she's just, just a dancer. She just comes from a race of people who... Who just fuck. Just fuck. They're, they're on a fuck planet. Yeah, um, they're on a fuck planet. Which there's is some, a thing that comes up in these shows, yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, there's some parallels with the uh, Justice Planet from Next Generation. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a planet where everybody likes uh, likes fucking. Which, yeah, fine. Fucking, I, well, I mean, Bones isn't that into it, which is really weird. He's he's kind of a narc about Bones, the whole thing. Bones is just, Bones just has depression. <laughs> like, Bones doesn't like anything. 
Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually probably about right. Bones just has the old Clint derp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the opening sequence is this belly dancer, and it just reminds you again of how much. Uh, original series thrives and benefits from there being absolutely no like set expectations or standards for a show of this kind. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you would you would ne- I don't know maybe more recently you would see something like that, but yeah, it's just there were no rules for how you start a show. Yeah, it so just, it's just it's a like, cold open and a just shitty bordello. Yeah. <laughs> just like just this Sure, I, why not? Yeah. Yeah, fuck sure. it. Fuck it. Just this really <laughs> de- dedicated belly dancer who does not have any speaking lines. Yeah. <laughs> At all. She walks out. Oh, no, she, I think she no, she says yeah, she, she says, says hi like, or something. She has like two lines. Yeah. And then she uh asks Scotty to walk her home and gets yep, stabbed. That's one of the lines. Yeah. Is her being like And also so I love, like, Scotland is somehow still a thing. Like, Scotland yeah. and Russia are still things in the original series, and, and then there's no... Everything else is completely internationalized, except for, like, Scotty is still, like... Like, at one point, he's clapping, and they're like, no, you use the lights here. And he's like, you don't... Don't tell somebody that grew up in the pubs of Aberdeen how to clap. The fuck are you talking... <laughs> what? <laughs> culture is literally galaxy wide now and you're still like individualizing it to a shitty city in scotland i'm sure i don't know if aberdeen's probably nice aberdeen's probably lovely no Um, offense to any of our listeners from aberdeen um (laughs) yeah no i i (laughs) i agree and then he also like like, talks to the the dancer about like hey have you ever walked through the fog because i'm from scotland where (laughs) that's what we do most of the time it's like you're on a spaceship. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Also, we kn- I don't know if we know if if this is canon at this point in Star Trek, but you and I now know that Starfleet headquarters is in San Francisco, California. Right. And Scott also a good place to walk through the fog, but actually yeah, that's true. But he doesn't mention it. But still, he he pr- presumably has spent at least the last 10 or so years of his life between San gonna, Francisco and Scotland, or San Francisco and a spaceship. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say he spent more he a fucking yeah, teenager, more of his life not in Scotland than he has in Scotland. Probably because he's a lieutenant commander. We find out later. Yeah, <laughs> which means he's been in. He's been at this for a fucking while, and he's a careerist. So like, yeah, like he doesn't go to Scotland. Yeah, but his whole bit is just like, yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a Scottish pub bloke, but or whatever they say in Scotland. I mean, we've touched on this before, but uh, it is a really unfortunate fact about the original series that uh, the way that they attempt to have diversity is just by having <laughs> a like, Scottish guy and a Russian guy. Yeah. We got white guys from. Uh, we got different flavors of white guy, and then a Vulcan who I realized in this episode. I don't know how this took me this long to get here, but the Vulcans are just Tolkien's elves. Are they? Yeah, it's just, it's, well, it's, I mean, not entirely, but it's, I mean, I get that. It is extremely close to the elf archetype from Tolkien. Yeah, I mean, the kind of uh, austere and. They have pointy ears, for yeah. God's sake. Like, yeah. But also, yeah, the austere, like the sort of haughty like we're smarter than humans we live much longer so we have kind of have to be kind of thing and like yeah anyway i don't know that was a weird 
intrusive thought I had watching the episode because this episode's fucking boring. I kept having <laughs> uh, this thought because I uh, have been watching a bunch of uh, uh, Columbo recently. Really? <laughs> because I'm staying at my parents' house. And my parents watch. Your parents are watching Columbo, Jeopardy, and Columbo. Columbo's a good show, though. Columbo's fucking dope. If you, I had never seen it before, and I was, you know, I was no, a fan. It's, of, it's a very good show. Yeah, I was a fan of Peter Falk from various other things. But we watched an episode where uh, where uh, Nimoy was the uh, the guest murderer. Oh, um, nice. But uh, yeah, Columbo is a fucking hoot. So as a detective, so he, if listeners, if you've never seen Columbo, this is Columbo's whole gig. Uh, he's incredibly disheveled and doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. He wanders around talking about his wife who never appears on the show yes. and having like all of his notes on little scraps of paper and shit and finding like like hard-boiled eggs in his pocket. And uh, and then at the end, he figures out who did it. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible show. Yeah. I fucking love it. Um, this is going to blow your mind. And I would love, I would love if this actually existed, but somebody tweeted... Um, back when Russian Doll was on, uh, remember, remember Russian Doll? Oh yeah, we've talked yeah. about Russian so Doll. You, so the lead actress Natasha Lyonne. Yeah, somebody was like reboot Columbo with her playing Columbo. Oh fuck yeah! Which would be the best show, holy in shit. human history. Fuck yeah! Because she's such a good physical actress. Oh yeah, and and also disheveled and confused. Yeah, I mean basically <laughs> playing the same character that you she could plays yeah, play in Russian same, Doll. Yes. Um, or or in orange is yeah the same she can only play one character but that's fine yeah that character is Columbo yeah yeah fuck yeah <laughs> that'd be great yeah and she can still have a wife that we'd never see yeah she, yes absolutely yeah <laughs> fuck it <laughs> yeah that would be awesome yeah yeah so listeners if you know Latasha Natasha Lejone sure uh, that's her name now or whatever it is. <laughs> Latasha Lejeune. Latasha. The chick from. The bitch from Russian Doll. The chick from Russian Doll. If you know her or Peter Falk, please get at them. Is Peter Falk still alive? I, I, I am not sure. And I don't want to seem like right now. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the whiny bitch investigator, how long did it take you to figure out that he was the guy? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I kind of wasn't really trying to figure out who the guy was because it was all it was just like energy cloud bullshit. Like the last, like the last, uh, yeah, the next last generation episode, episode two, we watched. Yeah, like so, most of the next generation episodes we watch. I mean, at least they had a physical person being the energy cloud thing. But we'll get to the reveal of what the energy cloud is in a little bit. But um, I love. So first of all, they introduced the concept of a psych psycho tricorder. Which mm. has never been referred to before or after this. Yep. Never hear about it again. Which, I mean, is a, it's a useful technology. Yeah, if you had that, you should but use it. But they also don't use it in the episode. <laughs> yeah, the chick who came down to use it gets murdered, and then they just go, well, nobody else knows how to use that. Certainly not Spock, the science officer. We don't have another person on the ship that knows how to use this piece of equipment. We have 400 people on the ship. No one else... Has even read the manual. Nobody else has taken the psycho tricorder class on on online. No one else has browsed the PowerPoint. Yeah, uh, stupid, stupid show. Yeah, but so it was right around the time uh, that uh, 
that the second woman got murdered uh, that I determined that it was the whiny investigator, which that guy, uh, I, it kept, that's it, another thing that kept bothering me. The only other place that I know him from is the, uh, the film version of 12 Angry Men, the mm. original one with like Henry Fonda. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and he's kind of the same, like kind of, you know, rat faced whiny little uh, bitch in, uh, in that movie as well. And I don't particularly like him. He, I mean, it, I think he, He's probably kind of typecast as a, yeah, a little rat faced. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're we're venturing dangerously close to a certain stereotype that yeah. I'm not going to bring up. But yeah, I don't really get. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, we yeah, we can just skip over that. We um, don't need to talk about that. So yeah, another lady gets killed. Scotty's still drunk. Um, they have to. So the wife of the prefect, yeah, uh, has some sort of ancient psychic blood yep so she decides to do a ouija board yep and so they uh, do ouija board but first kirk has to be like all right i'll participate but only if nobody can get in and out of this room yes this is this is an incredible scene (laughs) because they hit you with this massive music sting every time one of the door doors close oh yeah as if the stakes are elevating when you're like well shit they closed one of the three doors no way they they close two of the three doors in. There's no way they're... Holy shit! All three doors are closed? See, that's not what I was thinking about at all. I, oh, what were you thinking about? I was thinking about... That's how, they, that's how they scored that, and I was like... Oh, no, I mean, I know what you're, Yeah, no, I follow where you're going with this, but what I was just thinking about was Homeboy's got switches that close all the doors in his room oh. that has a fireplace in the middle of it oh, on this hedonism no. planet. Oh, no. That's a fuck room. That's also a non-consensual fuck room. Ooh, I don't know. On a hedonism planet, you kind of assume that everybody just wants that to just, just consent is flowing like water. Yeah, consent. is I just... mean, that's that's the most optimistic view of it. But like when you found out Matt Lauer had a fucking switch under his desk to close the door, <laughs> yeah. what did you think he was doing with that? Yeah, I was thinking like privacy rather than like keeping people out for privacy rather than forcing people mm-hmm. to stay in. You know, like stuff gets hot in the room. You don't have to get up and go all the way to the doors and close all of them. Yeah, I suppose. When an orgy jumps off. What if you're like in the corner and as far away from the (laughs) door switches, though? I mean, anyway. Orgies can pop off anywhere. (laughs) You never know when an orgy is going to pop off. Um, Another thing that I noticed was really weird is that the subtitles uh, kept putting Enterprise in quotes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have anything That's to just say. Somebody about, that doesn't yeah. know <laughs> what quotes are for, I think. Um, so they have this Ouija board seance, um, and she starts describing this like, oh, this uh, all of this anger and uh, hunger that can't be stopped. And I'm like, yeah, you're holding hands with a bunch of dudes, like on the pervert planet. Yeah, <laughs> you're holding hands with a bunch of guys on the pervert planet. Yeah, you're holding hands with a bunch of guys who are like, you know, unabashedly perverted all the time and a bunch of guys who came to this planet yes, specifically ter- because this is a fuck planet. Yeah. I I will say yeah, tourists on the pervert planet are the biggest ter- are, are, are the biggest perverts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you get you sort of get a nerd to it after a while I would imagine if you just live there. Yeah, but it's just normal. When you go to the pervert planet it's like, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. We picked the we picked the fuck planet for shore leave. Because Scotty hit his head, apparently. Oh, yeah. We didn't That's talk the about other that. L- yeah, it's so, so fucking weird. I'm assuming something happened in the last episode. Or maybe not. This show sucks. <laughs> Who uh, knows? 
where I mean, we have to watch the last episode next. Now oh, that's our next bonus content. Fuck me. Um, but Scotty has hit his head, and the there re- was an explosion that was caused by a woman. Yes. That's all we know and, from this episode. But explicitly, Bone says, "I brought him here to fuck so that he stops resenting women because he's he hit his head because of something a woman did." <laughs> which will apparently in the 60s make you want to kill all women unless you go get your dick wet. <laughs> yeah. That's basically the co- at at the heart of I am not exaggerating any no, part of no, that. No, not at all. No, that is at the heart of what is supposed to make the audience uncertain like through the whole por- yeah. you know the the whole early portion of this until we get to the extremely long portion after the reveal. Right. Which Jesus Christ but yeah, so the whole kind of mystery portion when we don't know for sure what's going on, the the one fact that hangs uh, on which hangs uh, our ability to even think for a second that that Scotty may have done it is that he has a head injury caused by a woman, and it is therefore plausible that he murdered that three ladies. That he has turned to just knife murdering random women. Yeah. What? The fuck are you well, talking about? You know, about, when Sarge? a woman gives you a concussion, do you not then stab three women? Uh, well, I, I I will say a woman has never given me a concussion. Um, I did get a concussion from a mirror on a truck once. You also and got I a, definitely stabbed a lot of trucks after that. So you also got a concussion from a sidewalk, and we all know that you're famous for stabbing Just sidewalks, wandering around town with a jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> That is how you stab a sidewalk. I didn't even. I was just mm. picturing a regular knife. Nope. Um, so take it from a pro at stabbing sidewalks. The Ouija board thing doesn't work because the psychic lady gets murdered. So then Kirk's like, "Let's all because go. she's about to figure it out." Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kirk's like, "Let's all go up to the ship where I have a psychic machine." No, he has a polygraph. It's a polygraph, right? It's but a, he describes a, it as like, "Oh no, this thing can like legitimately determine. It can basically read like your." brain energy and figure out you know it can it can determine your memories right um but then yeah it's just a fucking lie detector yeah it's a polygraph machine which are bullshit yeah um because all it can all it can check is do your do your vitals change which when you're being questioned by the police your vitals are probably going to be all over the goddamn place whereas i can fucking tell you a story about a time i hitchhiked to arizona without my heart rate changing a fucking blip even though I never have. Yeah. Because I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, we also had to listen to the uh, really bad computer voice, um, which is also... Uh, so much, and uh, like so much of this episode is the bad computer voice and the com- and like the lights on the computer. And the only thing I can think is that like, yeah, in the 60s, this would be wondrous technology. So they were like, yeah, we're just going to show this on the screen a lot. I was going to say either that or uh, Gene Roddenberry felt like his wife hadn't gotten enough time on oh, the show. Oh, he's doing that? Yep. <laughs> Good. Good old Oksana Troy, baby. I'm sure she's a nice woman in I'm real sure life, she's but I really, but yeah. really resent her. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- it's all this just terribly written... Um, like deus ex machina from the computer. Yeah. Because they have no fucking idea and no way of having any idea what the real situation is because it's fucking ridiculous. And then yes, they go from one thing to another. Ghost. They're like, hang on. Scotty says that he that that he rubbed up against a ghost in the dark. And then they're like, hey, computer. Can Check there be, for ghosts. Can there be ghosts? Is, is there ghosts? Yeah. 
Yeah, li- like literally, yes. It is literally a deus ex machina. Yeah, and the computer's like, yeah, there could be ghosts. Yeah, Jack the Ripper could be a ghost. Yeah, Jack the Ripper's ghost could be in a person. It could be that guy. Yeah, it could be the bald guy, the rat-faced guy over here who keeps insisting the, that it was Scotty. The guy you all hate. Yeah, the guy that nobody <laughs> likes. <laughs> Who's become consistently more aggravated through this entire episode? Could be that guy. Oh, man. Yeah. And Which, like, the real version of that is like the guy you all hate didn't do it, but he ends up getting thrown under the bus because everybody's like, it's probably that guy. America. Mm. Um, and, well, not just America. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> just legal systems in general. Um, yeah. So he fucking. So Kirk knocks him out with one punch. And that's, God, if the episode would have ended there, it might have been a little bit more tolerable. Yeah. Because then the fucking thing in So I do do want to say, like, there's a little bit, there's just a little hint of this in that scene where they're questioning everybody. Uh, Spock, lawyer Spock. Lawyer Spock fucking rules. Yeah. I would like to see more lawyer Spock. I would like to see lawyer Picard and lawyer Spock. On opposite it's, sides of a of of a court case, or just like running a law firm together and like <laughs> like a USA uh, network drama, sure, like sure. a lighthearted USA network drama, absolutely, yeah. Um, or just I don't I don't I'm not picky. Just I'm give a, me some lawyer Spock and lawyer Picard. Yeah, I I'm know a, Leonard Nimoy is dead, but fuck it, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, no, I'm on board. <laughs> figure for it that. out, science. Deep deep fake it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, who, who gives a shit? <laughs> Leonard Nimoy would want himself to be digitally exhumed and turned into a lawyer on a TV show with Patrick Stewart. Yes. He would want that. If he's not a selfish asshole, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so first of all, so there's one bullshit line in the court case. So they're talking about how they've come to the conclusion that uh, Jack the Ripper is a ageless energy ghoul. He's a demon. Yeah. He's, a, he's literally a demon. Yeah, um, yep. who feeds off of terror and fear. And somebody's like, oh, yeah, this uh, super peaceful orgy planet, that's exactly where uh, a demon that feeds off of fear and anxiety or whatever should go. It would have its... No. 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 No, you could just... He could just go to, let's say... A war zone? I, yeah, or I was going to say America in 2020... <laughs> And just not do anything. Yeah. You wouldn't have to kill. You would. You could just sit there. Yeah, he'd just be getting fat as fuck right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, and they're half, kicking back on the sofa. Like, there have to be like, places where that's going unless on he for can, people unless at he all can times. Only, unless he can only get, like, eat the fear that he has created. Shit, I think this is, like, kind of a plot element of good omens. Listeners, check out Good Omens. Do check out Good Omens. Did you ever read the book or did you just watch the show? I think I listened to the audio book okay. and watched the show. Yeah. But like, yeah, one of the plot elements is just like, like Crowley's like a modern demon and he's like, like he's talking to the other demons and they're like, yeah, I tempted a priest into lusting and, or whatever. And he's like, he's like, I tied up traffic on the freeway for like half an hour <laughs> and crashed the cell phone towers at the same time. And they're like, the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, now, you don't understand how much evil I have created in the world by doing this. <laughs> you don't know how much they need those things. <laughs> like everybody is 
not good right now. Yeah, no, it, isn't it in the in in uh, in the book? He uh, he's he actually created like the infamous infamous uh, whatever like road that surrounds London. Yeah, the M twenty five. Yeah, the M twenty five, which is notorious for being just a the fucking, world's largest like, parking lot. Yeah, it's, it's the, described the in, world. In, yeah, the worst place to drive. Um, yeah, no, that's I, I guess that kind of tracks, but still, I was just like that does because he. But yeah, and it, but it, they also say. And this is my favorite part of the episode, is that uh, he. It also makes sense that he would prey on women because they are, <laughs> God damn it, more Spock. susceptible to fear. And Spock says this, yeah, which he says they're. Come on, bro. <laughs> I wrote it down. Uh, they are more easily and deeply terrified. Mm. God damn it, Spock. Get woke, man. Get woke, man. Come on. Yeah. There is no way that Vulcans believe that. No, because it's not logic, not a logical thing to believe. No. Yeah. Oh God uh, damn it! Yeah, that was really that that really yeah, bothered just me. The, I wrote that the, down. The sexism on display is fucking breathtaking. Like, I mean, sixties man. I know, but it's still like like I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't I don't watch that much old stuff. So I'm when you see it, you're like. Oh damn! They're not exaggerating when they talk about how bad shit was. Like, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> no, and this was a progressive show. Yeah, th- yeah, this was progressive for the time. Like, they actually have women who get lines. Yeah, right. I mean, let's not forget Kirk's uh, fucking uh, advice to Charlie X when that chick didn't want to hang out with him, and he was like, "Hey, you know, it's uh, maybe you know, uh, you, you don't have to hit him." Or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, I don't, I I don't remember. remember I don't remember. It wasn't good. It wasn't. I think it was just like, she's too old to go be creepy with somebody younger. <laughs> it was it's not I good. Can't, I can't remember. Um, so, yeah. So they figure out, because again, it's just a series of massive logical leaps from one thing to the next. Yeah. So uh, the, the thing inhabits, the Jack the Ripper inhabits the computer... Um, so we get a break from my Barrett's voice. Uh, I feel, now I feel like I'm beating up. I feel like I'm cyberbullying my Barrett. Mm. Um, uh, anyway, sh- uh, so they um, <laughs> Kirk's like, "What's the tra- <laughs> what's the tranquilizer situation?" <laughs> Which sounds, also, yeah, the best line in this in that show. <laughs> it also sounds like that's a part of a conversation that Spock and and uh, sedative, or, or, sedative, or sedative, situation. sedative situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like that's a, that's got to be part of a conversation that, or not Spock, but Kirk, that Kirk and Bones have like every Friday night. Yeah, just like, it's hey, like, what's going on with the sedatives? We got uh, got sedatives. Got sedative some uh, situation. Got some uh, got some ludes. You got some blue boys. You got some black caps. You got some uh, also some cross pepper. I'm sorry, everybody's just on weed, like, and they're so bad at it. <laughs> God damn like it. they they just mean weed because everybody is just acting stone, but like not well. When the first person's perform high performance that we get is Takei. Yeah, and- I wrote I wrote down this as uh, George Takei passing for straight. <laughs> oh, I I wrote in, in very heavy quotes. <laughs> I wrote down that uh, Takei plays high like somebody who has never been high before. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he gets the shot and he's just like, hey. This is good. I don't even know what we're supposed to be afraid of. My chair spins. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's all of my notes. Because so they finally... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Talk about how they get it out of the computer. Oh, God. Yeah, I, would, I would love to. 
So Spock. So I have a couple bones to pick with this. <laughs> really? Mm. So Spock assigns the computer to calculate pi to its final digit. Which you can't do. The computer should know you can't do that and be like, no. Like that's just that like you might as well just say the hey, uh computer, what's three divided by zero at that point? Like yeah. the computer are the computer if the computer can do anything, it already knows you can't do certain mathematical impossibilities. And then Spock also describes pi as a transcendent number, which nope, that's not it's an irrational consonant. Yeah. Constant. Uh, yeah. Not not a trans- not transcendent. There's not. There's no such thing as a transcendent number. It's really, man. You got to check out this number, man. <laughs> it's really. It's different from what you think about with numbers, man. Mm-hmm. It really transcends numbers. I mean, I will say, like, if you're allegedly doing something illegal. <laughs> thinking about irrational numbers is kind of fun slash terrifying yeah um but it's, it's still it's called an irrational constant it's not called that what that's not what you're that's not what it's called this wasn't i'm, it I'm never sure it wasn't a, called that in the 60s either yeah yeah um one of the things that popped into my head because it goes on for a little while uh after spock tells the computer to do that which bypassing the fact that the computer should know better, if the computer is actually calculating decimals of pi, it's working on that for a while. Yes, it has to have calculated. It's got. It's probably gotten way out there. Yeah. T- tens of thousands. Yeah. of decimals of pi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I just thought that was interesting. I guess. What's the <laughs> What's the longest calculation of pi that's ever been? I don't know. Probably derived. very long. Yeah, probably really long. Yeah. I can only do. Like I mean, like encryption works on coming up with extremely long prime numbers. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I can do like five digits of pi. That's it. Fortunately, we need you for other things, and <laughs> really don't need you for that at all. Nope. <laughs> so I'm not valuable for that function. <laughs> so yeah, everybody gets super high. Then the uh, fucking Jack the Ripper's ghost jumps into. The orgy guy, and then jumps in back into the rat face guy, and then they finally beam out into space, and then Kirk still wants to go down to the planet to get his dick wet. Yeah, but none of the guys want to go with. Two of the guys are too high to go with him, and Spock doesn't want to get his dick wet. Yeah, and uh, so they all just, I guess, go to the mess hall. No, I, I read that as they go down there anyway. Like Kirk is like, no, oh, they walked out of the transporter room. Oh, that's right. Hmm. I mean, they should have. They're just all four of them. Nobody got their dick wet. Nope. Nobody got their dick wet. On the on the pervert planet. Yeah. It's a sad episode. I mean, we don't know how long they were there before. That's true. They could have got their dicks wet before the belly button. Belly button. Also like the that belly they, dancer uh, show. They seem to have just gone to this planet to cure Scotty of his toxic misogyny that he got from getting his head hit. As the result of something a woman did, which this is a ship of 400 people. <laughs> also, though, you can't go to the fuck planet every time somebody bonks their head, can you? <laughs> uh, well, no. I mean, the fuck planet's not the the correct cure for every bonked head. It's just the cure for mm. 
this particular bonk. I just imagine myself faking a lot of injuries. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we do know absolutely for certain that uh, Bones and Kirk have been to this planet. Oh, they both know this planet. A bunch of times. Yeah. They are very familiar with this planet. Yeah. Which, again, like this is a... This whole show is an, uh, kind of analog to the Korean War, and they're they're Navy men from the Korean War, which right. means this is this planet is just a Saigon or whatever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, that's going to do it for us this week, listeners, or this bonus. You're welcome. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for this bonus. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. Get at us on the internet. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? When every word counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy!